Hello everyone and welcome to Let's Get Clear. This podcast is for the clarity and spirit seeker, the world overcomer, the abundance and prosperity believer, as well as the mindset shifter. I am your host, Kathy Pearson. I am a clinical and educational psychologist turned business, life, and mindset coach. I help women live energetically in their purpose, clarify their dreams, all while making the income they desire and deserve. I believe that clarity is the springboard to inspired action, and I am beyond excited to bring you clarifying conversations for your life and business. So you know what? Go right ahead, pull up a chair, grab a cup of hot tea, get comfortable, and let's get clear. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Clear, and I am more than excited to have you here today, but even more than that, I am so excited to share my special guest with all of you today. Her name is Villa Willis. She is a mindful coach, and today we will be discussing the power of being able to say no. Hello, Villa. Thank you so much for joining me. Yes, hello. Thank you. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to be on your program. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much. And before we can get into the coach, the wonderful coach that you are, and how you help your clients understand the power of being able to say no, we have to go back to the villa that existed pre-coaching. So tell me or tell the listeners a little bit about your background and what prompted you to get into coaching. Well. My background is that I came from an African-American family with a single mom who knew that education was the key. So she herself had a high school education, but she knew that as she was watching the world grow, that it was important for me to have an education. So that was above all her main priority. So I was a good girl. I'm the oldest daughter, oldest child, so very compliant. And my family can be very persuasive. I'll say. And so I went to college, did all those things, went to get my master's degree because I've always had a a desire to help people. And I know this sounds really strange, but even when I was a kid in elementary school, the other kids would come to me with their problems and I would help them. And it also happened when I was in junior high school. So you talk about like the mean girls, you know, if I, I could have just spilt the beans on so many people, but that wasn't my deal. They would come to me and I would I would have like this wisdom and this capacity to help them. So that drove me to want to be a pastor because I want to help people. I want to bring light and love and hope to people. And so I worked in a traditional church and I'm just not a good fit for that. But that training and that experience, along with returning to the corporate world and and training people, I thought, okay, I'm seeing so much need how can I reach out to people that aren't in traditional settings? How can I help people uh, live their best lives? And that's what started me on this journey. Wow. It's, 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 it's really amazing how your dreams, your destiny, it's always there. Right? You can veer away from it. We may get distracted, 
but it's always there. And that's what was leading you and guiding you the whole way throughout your life. It came in different forms. It manifested in different ways, but it was always there. Yes, very true. Wonderful. So being able to say no, (laughs) that is something that is so difficult. But why do you feel as though it is so important? It is important in a world today where boundaries can be so easily blurred and especially for women that we're in this transition place, but most of us are still at that place where we were taught we, we are nurturers and we are givers and we want to make things better and we want to bring a creative and a safe aspect. And oftentimes that means saying you want to need, you want to help. And so you say yes, even though you've said yes 18 other times. And partially part of woman's upbringing is to be, or I'll say for myself, too many women, especially women that are type A's that I'm recovering from being, is that we're people pleasers. That's how we got in the positions that we got in. We, and so, um, and that there is a time to say yes, but when you, especially you own your own business or you're an executive and your time is your most precious commodity, it is important that that time stay under your control and that you're using that in a way that is most beneficial for yourself and for your gifts. I mean, taking care of yourself and prioritizing yourself is not selfish, it's self-full. Yes. And wouldn't you say that's one of the largest myths or misconceptions that maybe your clients come to you with? Yes. Um, Yes. Like, no one tells when a when when a man is presented with you can have it all it's not like well in addition to having your great career you're going to take care of your home and your children and make sure that your wife is happy and you're going to take care of your family and you're going to be out that's not having it all means you have this amazing job you have your own airplane you have a car you have a beauty queen on your arm it's a different sort of have it all so for women it's the concept that I can have a great career. I can have a great marriage or relationship. I'm great with my kids. I'm still taking care of my family. I'm connected with the community. And it's like, is that what's having it all really means? Or can it, you have to have it all at the same time? Yes. So it's about a balancing and making sure what does have it all mean to you, Kathy, may not mean the same thing to me. So let's find out what that means versus what a bunch of magazines or what a TV show which is a fictional presentation has told, you know, like TV is not real. What those fictional presentations have told me, it means to be a successful woman. So yes, that whole myth of, yeah, I have a young woman I'm trying to help right now. And, you know, trying to get on the phone with her. It's like, okay, I told her when you have time, you can call me. Because mm. she's trying to take care of her family, take care of this, got two jobs. It's like, all right, I get it. You got your hustle on. But where are you? Yes. Yes. Now, what have you found that can be an effective tool in helping women be able to say no? Because that's really hard for us. We're stretched in so many directions. And I understand it because I'm very mindful of. I guess since I left my job and I changed my life, I am very cognizant of what I say yes to. And I will say no to a lot more because I know that, you know what, 
I only want to do things that make me feel good. So how do you attack that? How, what strategies do you use to help your clients be able to say, it's okay to be able to say no? So the first strategy that I use, I call it the mindful steps. And this is about a process to get you connected with that. Because what you're saying is that you've connected with your dream and you've connected with yourself and you connected with your self-value and you're connected with your worth. So many women are a few steps away from that. So when I talk about the mindful steps, the first thing I'm going to do with my client is I'm going to get you to slow down. And that will be with some meditation. So you can do something simple like a body scan because most people will say, I can't meditate. I can't sit still for five minutes. I say, okay, again, slow down. So let's do a body scan. This is one or two minutes. And this is about being present. So I'm going to have you go through your body, starting with your toes, and just become aware of that aspect of your body. Because even that can take a minute or two, but now you're focused. You're in the present. Now what is really important? See, that's the thing. Too many women are driven by something in the past. You know, mm. like for me, I wanted to prove my family. You know, I'm going to get to college, and I'm going to prove you guys all right, and that, yes, you have that faith in me, and yes, I'm a success. And in the future was I'm going to own a house and a car and a la, la, la. But I didn't live in the present. So I was so busy driven by something behind me and something before me that I didn't know where I was. So let's get you to slow down. Let's get, and then take a step back. Sometimes mm -hmm. you're, we're so right up on the situation that you can't even see it so you're saying yes 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 but what are you even saying yes to you're trying to please this person please this person but if you took a step back you could maybe don't if you want to please somebody or do what's right maybe if you took a step back you know you made an important i love this statement which i've stolen already and i'll steal it right now but i'll give you the credit when we were at that beautiful <laughs> dinner with dreamers was you can't see the picture when you're in it Yes, when you're in the frame. When yeah. you're in the frame. You can't see the picture when you're in the frame. So it's important to take that step back because maybe you say, I keep saying yes to 10 people, but there's really only two people I need to say yes to, to have to be able to add value and to bring my skills to this situation. Oh, I, so much goodness in that, Zilla. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. So the third step is you got to embrace change. And that is, oftentimes people keep saying yes, 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 because no means something's going to be different. Mm -hmm. And so, but if, you know, the one, this is one of my favorite sayings, which I, I heard years ago, and it's so true. It's, I mean, it was true. If you always do what you always did, then you'll always get what you always got. I mean, you can't, you know, or as Einstein says, if you keep doing the same thing and expect a different result, that's a form of insanity. It's not, you know, if I keep walking out my door, out my front door and keep thinking I'm going to be in my backyard, I got to do something different. Yes. The last two steps is you got to purge. And this is about what you're talking about, clarity. What do I have in my life that I keep saying yes to that's not even beneficial? Yes. And, um, Yes. The last step, of course. Let me interject with that one. Let me just interject because I, you know what? I just, I just feel so passionate about that. And it's like so many women, we are rushing to jobs, ruining our marriages, our relationships with our kids to get out of the door at eight o'clock to get to that job or career, whatever you're doing at eight o'clock to get somewhere that you're not even happy with. 
And that's how caught up we get. It's like, what are you really saying yes to? And what translate that to what kind of feeling is that bringing you in your life? I look at it like you're just juggling. We're juggling so much as women. Very true. And some things you just need to sit down. And that's what purging is about and about declutter. And I'm glad no, no one in my family is here because they would all be giggling like you, the queen of clutter. So yes, every once in a while, I just have to go through and say, what is this? You know, how can I be clear? How can I think clearly in a mess? How can I think clearly when I have seven piles on my desk? If you, if you haven't looked at that stuff in three months, it can't be that important. Oh, I love that. You know, or even stuff that you have. It's like, if, how can it be that important? Your life didn't end, right? And then the, set, the last step is self-care, which is sort of encompassing all those steps, which is to slow down, take a step back, embrace change, and purge, which is... Uh, and then self-care, which the acronym is STEPS. And that is to do the, you know, one of the things, uh, I know we're going to talk about the books that changed my life, but most women, this is a thing that I've done at a conference, and I have yet to be disappointed. I use that term. I will say, let's, uh, I have a piece of paper, and say, I want you to take a woman that you admire. She can be real or fictional present or past, and I want you to write down 10 things that you respect or love or honor about this woman. And you and I talked about our love for Oprah. So, yeah. you know, we get that piece of paper and start talking about Queen Oprah <laughs> and, you know, just go, go, go. And then what I said, people were like, can I do more than 10? I'm like, sure, uh -huh. go ahead. And I say, turn that paper over, write your name at the top. Now write 10 things that you love and appreciate about yourself. Well, you now, the, the, the look on people's faces is like I just asked them to hand me one of their kidneys. <laughs> 10 things? I have to write 10 things about myself? You, so you're you going to write 10 things about some person that you admire, but you can't find the 10 good qualities in yourself? That's the beginning of self-care. Finding your value, finding your worth, and honoring that. Mm. And then moving from that place. I love that. And, and like Queen Oprah says, I'll never forget what she says about meditation is if you can't take five minutes out for yourself, then what are you doing with your life? And I know it's hard at first, but I tell my clients increase it by five minutes. If once you can do five, go to 10 or figure out what true. your meditation is, but you have to be able to shut down those outside voices shut down that noise and be able to just go within because that's where the answers are. Yes. And that's the other thing that's part of saying no is to stop looking outside of yourself for the yeah. answer and to know that it's within. And one of the things I've seen a quote is that no one expects a machine to run for 24 hours. Why do we run ourselves that way? And I say, I, I sleep, but most people are, you know, their brain's going the minute they lay down and then, you know, you've got to acknowledge that even though I'm an eternal spirit, I'm operating within a, uh, a physical reality that requires rest. And my mind also needs to rest. Yes. And the and other thing. nothing wrong with that. It's not. And that meditation feeds my soul that I can feed my body as much as I want. But if I'm not nourishing my soul, or even if I don't nourish my mind, just like how you act when your sugar gets low because you're hungry and you're like silly and you're unfocused. Well, that same 
energy is operating when your soul is hungry or when your mind's not fed. Mm. So you're not making good choices. You're not focused. You're not clear. Mm. I never thought of it like that. I love that perspective. Please say that again. I just, I love that. Right. You, just like we feed our bodies, we need to feed, feed our souls and our minds. And just like we've all been at that thing where I ran out to do something and now at four o'clock, I'm like, I can't remember what I'm doing. I'm unfocused. I feel silly. I might even be hangry. And I don't know why. It's because I didn't take care of my body, but I forced it to keep doing what I needed it to do. Well, my soul and mind also need to be fed so I can still be unclear, still be unfocused, coming and acting from a place that's not towards my best interest, keep saying yes to things because my soul and mind are also hungry. Mm. So much goodness. You, it's like you are a wealth of so much knowledge. So I have to ask you, like, what are you reading now? Or what are the three books that you've read that after reading it, Villa, you were no longer the same person. Well, I will tell you one book, and it's funny because my mentor does not feel this way about this book, but there's a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And for years, I would not read that book because I thought it was like some kind of, I don't know, how to win friends and influence people. Like, But it is the most empowering, loving, gracious book. The whole point of that book is if you treat people with value, you will get the best out of them. And so if I'm an employee and I want to have a company, how am I going to, I own a business, how am I going to treat my employees? Mm -hmm. If I value them, if I know their names, if I understand about their families, if I understand that they're not just some robot or some cog in my machine, but I apply that when I go, I used to, when I used to work for someone else, and I, I took this concept and I would call the people at the coffee shop by name. It made a whole huge difference because I acknowledged them. Then I would find out, do you, oh, they'd tell me about their children. I'd ask how their kids were doing. I'd give them little Valentine cards or I'd give, bring them candy at Christmas because if they weren't there, that means I'd have to take my lazy self, right, and make my own tea. But instead, I could walk in the coffee shop and then they would know me. And they'd say, are you getting your regular? Why? Because I was dropping $100 bill tips? No, but because I acknowledged them. Yes. And it began a relationship. And that's what I love about that book. My mentor says, well, you can't be nice to everybody. But that's not what that book is about. It's not about being nice. It's about knowing the value. Wow. That whether I'm talking to the CEO for some company like you, or I'm talking to the housekeeper at the hotel that I'm at, I'm going to call her by her name and acknowledge her. I love that. That's all. You know, if one day... I don't know. I feel like I'm just getting ready to start preaching. But if one no, day, go preach, preach. <laughs> if one day everyone just said hello to each other, we would create just this amazing positive energy that would be transformative. That's the whole thing nowadays. Now everyone's so cantankerous. You know, I, I put on Facebook, um, can't we disagree? Can't we agree to disagree without being disagreeable? And a lady said to me, is that even a thing? So yeah, it used to be that you and I don't have to, you can love whoever you can vote this way and I can vote this way. But in the end, you're still a human and I'm still a human. We're still on this planet. And I, as I know that I'm made in the image and likeness of God, I know that's true of you. So in the end, our disagreement, I still value you as a person. I mean, mm -hmm. 
what a difference that would make. So how to win friends and influence people just, um, and it's by Dale Carnegie just made a huge difference in my life. I love that book. Okay. A book that I'm in the process of reading, it's called the artist way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's by Julia Cameron. Did we, did you and I talk about that? We talked about that at the dinner by the artist way. I'm writing this down because Julian, Julia Cameron. And so this, this book is like been out for 30 years, but I just found out about it. And when my mentor told me about the book, I'm like, well, you know, I'm not an artist, right? She's like, everyone has art. And that's sort of the whole point of that book that I may not be able to draw or sing or play an instrument, but my communication is my art. That's how I bring light and color and depth and width to the world. And so this book is about, we talked about, um, I think that Sean talked about how she sort of writes down things in the morning. And yeah. so just get, just get that ideas out. And then when you look at it later, you go, oh, I didn't know I was thinking about that. Let, let me do this. And so Julia Cameron in that book talks about what are those voices that told you you weren't artistic? So the voice that says, you're not going to amount to anything. So just do something simple because your own thoughts don't matter. Right? So if that voice is in the back of your mind, that's the voice that when you say, I'm going to start my own business, that voice says, you, what you want to do doesn't matter. Just stay at a business. Let someone else tell you what to do. You're not smart enough to have those types of thoughts. Right? And so this book is about countering those. And this book is also about spending time with your artistic self. So you actually take yourself on a date as an artist. Wow. Go to a place where you feel you can express yourself. Wow. I love it. It's a lovely, lovely book. Okay. 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 So I will have to look into, especially how to win friends and influence people. That just, that sounds lovely. It is a good book. So now I got to give you my third one. And now I'm like, um, um. <laughs> so my third book, I'm going to say two titles. <laughs> uh, the first book, the third book is Think and Grow Rich. If you have not read that book, and I'm going to reread it. Um, I just downloaded it last night on Audible. <laughs> yes. Just, uh, I will start listening to it. Yes. Today. My partner got it, and I was just laughing because when I first met her, this sort of metaphysical, think bigger than yourself, I'm one with the universe. You know, I can create my own life. That whole thing. I am responsible for my life. And that responsibility means I can create and live my best life. Um, those books, those ideas are contained in that book. And I'm going to say The Science of Gritting Rich by Wallace Waddles. Mm-hmm. Now, That's both of these one. books are old, but the concepts in them, and these, they're easy to read. But get in your mindset that I am the creator of my life and that I have the capacity to bring my light and my art to the world. And that by doing that, I lift up everyone else around me as well as myself. You do. It's so true. And I try, you know, when I try to convince other people or clients, you know, that, Everything for me opened up when I was just ready to just post, you know, this is who I am, this is what I believe. This is, it draws people to you. 
And it just kind of, it, it, in a weird way, it kind of gives them permission to do the same. And when I see other people doing it, it's like, oh, I love it, you know, because how much better would this world be if everyone lived their dream? Or if everyone, like you said, could say hi to each other. The world would be transformed and bringing your light, Kathy. I mean, that's what you did for me. I mean, before we got on this call, I was like, oh, what you talked about, I'm doing this. You know, I said that I was going to start, I actually, I was talking about putting together a little crystal bag. I actually ordered my first set of crystals. I mean, it inspired me being around. Like I was telling another friend of mine who's an entrepreneur, I'm like, oh my God, I was around all those other ladies. I said, I wish someone could see the energy that was just swirling around us and what we were creating by being open and just saying out loud, this is what I want. And I was saying, I was saying like, don't you know you can do this on Instagram? They're like, well, don't you know how this is? I said, you know, I don't know how to do a Facebook live for my business. And I said, Kathy, put out a phone. She said, girl, this is what you do. <laughs> and I did one on my coaching business. I was like, okay. But, you know, it's, it's bringing that light. Or, uh, Positive. I was on Instagram last night and I saw a, a woman who's been a client of mine. And I thought, she posted something. I thought, is that from my book? So it looked like a section out of my book because she was talking about getting her life back together. So I literally, having got home from being at a concert at 1130 at night, came into my office and turned to the page. And I, I'm like, she just posted something from my book on her Instagram and said, this is getting her life back together. That's how your light shines. Wow. I've never even told her about my book. She knows me from my business. That's not even my coaching business. I thought, okay, when... When your light is ready, people will find it. Oh, I love that concept. When your light is ready, people will. Yeah, because people are in the dark. So you just shine your light. That's, the, you know, part of the thing that I, I didn't like about uh, sort of Buddhist teachings that you have to be on the task. It's like, no, I want to be attached. So I'm going to be on Instagram staring at my numbers. And, da, da, da. and then finally, when I was able to place to say, you know what? If no one sees that, my light is still shining. And my light was that joined with someone else's light. And that's how the darkness can be dispelled. Well, it, and then sometimes it's amazing how people that don't even like your posts or don't even watch your lives. Like I'll get a message. You know, one girl sent me a message. Never. I don't know how she saw any of my stuff. She was like, you are just so transparent on Instagram and it just helps me. She said, I want to be like that. And I watch you and I'm like, oh my gosh. So that's why you can't worry about the likes exactly. or yourself. Just put it out there because the people that are really following you that you're touching with your soul, they're probably not liking your stuff or commenting. That's true. And then, but the, like they said, they'll send you DMs or you'll see that, like, I see, you know, they'll send you like a long message on your pictures. Like, okay, thanks for letting me know you're thinking. Yes. thinking about that and thanks for reaching out to me you know in this instant world people have to when they can get access to you it's very good yes exactly and it just i mean it creates things like me and you being able coming to the dinner that's and right. I, we found each other i found you on instagram I'm exactly trying, i think that's how we I first think it contacted each other. exactly and i just think like dinner with dreamers and 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 that sort of thing it's just as an entrepreneur i love just being able to create that energy. Yes. And it's like, whether no, it doesn't matter how many people are in the room. It's just about, you know, let's, let's keep it positive and productive. I can help you. You can help. I think we all helped each other with something. 
Oh, right? that was fantastic. That was fantastic. <laughs> we all helped each other. But getting back to you and the power of no, what is the best advice that someone has given you to just get you to this point? Wow. I think the best advice is um, I, when I was very young, it's something that was in the back of my mind that came forward. At one time, my mom and my aunt, I wanted to do something a bit creative out of the box. And in their mind, what they heard me saying was, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to do something different. And they just weren't having it. So uh, this is when I was a teenager. The two of them just ganged up. I don't want, I want to try to sugarcoat it. And they were just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So of course, I left like, why was I even thinking that? And I went outside and my uncle came outside. Now he was in there the whole time. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> he was wise enough not to say something in front of the two of them because he knew they would go ballistic. But he came outside to me and he said, Pumpkin, you do what you want. And that was it. And so I didn't have the, the wherewithal to do it at that time. But now I realize I hear those words that where the world's saying, you know, well, you're an older woman and you can't be trying to create right now. And, you know, you didn't grow up rich. And so you don't have any, no one in your family owns their own business. You don't know what you're doing. I hear that voice of him saying, pumpkin, do what you want. Mm -hmm. And that advice about realizing that even if everyone is against me, even the people that matter to me, like my mom and my aunt, I have to do what I want Yeah, and pursue my dream, pursue. Uh, exactly. Because the how opens up your world. That's when your world unfolds. It is so true. It's, you know, I'm, I'm just laughing to myself because, uh, you know, I quit my job March 30th. I had, I'm a, I'm a speaker and a coach and I was trying to do speaking engagements. And when you're at work, I literally one time spoke in Philadelphia, got off the plane at LAX and then went to my job. So how, you know, and then one time I needed to leave from my job. I was speaking and actually I was assisting my mentor in green Bay, Wisconsin and trying to leave out of work. And I get it. They needed me to do things like, well, just one more thing. Just one more thing. It's like, okay, look, Y'all know how this 405 freeway is and five, leaving five minutes later could get me to the airport a half hour later. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, this is not working. And so I walked away from my job and told my friends I had a crazy plan. They all said, no, it's a good idea. Walked away from my job to be a speaker and a coach and it all fell apart. Every plan that I had fell apart. What I thought I was going to do fell apart. And then little secret business that I had been doing on the side came and grew and I thought okay I'm gonna go with this but as I poured myself into that and learned my lessons during that time now my speaking and coaching business has come back to me and it's like yes let you have to have a plan so you can't be like I'm gonna quit my job and let the universe figure it out mm -hmm. okay you gotta have a plan and then the universe can build on that so you can say okay you know what this plan needs a little bit more work so we're gonna bring you something else or you need a little bit more work it's never the plan it's me so let's get you. So I had to, you know, I, I didn't have, I don't even know where to begin. So I, you know, that uh, in addition to this, I have a metaphysical business. Well, I didn't have a website. I didn't, I didn't have a 
business card and even this business, my Villa Speaks business, what was all in my old name when I was married? It had all that old energy, so I had to rebrand. I threw out a whole bunch of stuff that had my old website because that's not the energy I'm operating in. So once I let all that go, threw all that money out in the trash, all of a sudden, now operating in this new energy and in this new way and collaborating. I used to be so super competitive and so attached to the outcomes. And once I was able to just let all that go and say, you know, this is me. I want to love people. I want to bring my light to people. Yes. And this is how it's going to work. I have, like, you know, I, you're going to be a guest on my podcast. Let me just get on this podcast. If no one else listens, I know energy goes out. It comes back. Yes, it does. So true. And the how opens up everything really works out. But the sad part is so many people are so stuck to the traditional way of thinking that they may not ever get there. And sometimes I'm like, my heart kind of aches for them because life doesn't have to be that way. No, it's very true. I was at a a concert last night with my partner. And uh, when I sat down, we um, ate at the bar because we didn't understand how the concert works at this small venue. So we ate at the bar. And I, when I sat down, I said to her, I am so happy that I made the choices that I've made because the woman working at the bar was probably the same age as myself or younger. And I thought, I'm grateful even that my family forced me to go to college. I went and got my master's degree. I'm grateful for my journey that brought me to a place where I knew that I could create my own life. So at my age, I'm not working at some venue. And this isn't, I'm not trying to say this in a disrespectful way, but that at 45 or 40, this woman's age, I would hope she'd be doing what her passion was versus working at some job where she, by the way, her other coworkers treated her. She wasn't valued. She wasn't respected. And she's probably not earning a living wage. Yes. But it's safe there for her. So better to stay there and stay what she knows versus in her mind to take a risk and pursue her dream. And really, I think when you take that risk, because everything that you said is so true, but the thing is you have to put the work with it. But I think the thing is at the end of the day, when people say, oh, you're taking a risk. No, I look at it as, you know what? The day that I left my job, I said, you know what? If I ever have to bet on anyone else, I'm not going to bet on an outside organization. I'm going to bet on me. You yes. decided that you're going to double down on your Villa's talents, skills, and abilities. I'm going to double and triple down always on my talents, my skills, what I bring to the table, what I value. And it's about knowing your value. And you know, yes. one, of the, one of the things that you shared with me, that you didn't grow up in a place where you felt value and knew that you had a purpose. And so once you got an inkling of that, it's kind of like that once you get an inkling and someone says to you, you have value and you have purpose and you can have your dreams, you're like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's my first thought. But then it's like that little voice comes back to you and says, you have value, you have purpose, your dreams matter. You can create the life of your dreams. You go, that's crazy. But after a while, you go, you know what? Maybe I'm crazy. Let me get with this program. (laughs) And then that's when your world opens up. If you're not growing, you're dying. True. And there are so many people that are literally like just dying. And sometimes I just get in my car and I'll look up and I'll just say, thank you, God, because, you know, I feel so grateful. I was so close to being that person. That's why I don't look down on those people. My heart aches and I pray for them and I want 
to see them get to the other side because it's so good when you have a life with meaning and purpose and you're aligned and ah. well that's what this program is about and that's what your coaching is about and that's mm-hmm. you know I think one of the things that we t- talked about is the power of collaboration yes you know like I could be like well I'm not gonna be on her show I'm a coach you'd be like well I'm not gonna have her on my show because she's coached someone might say oh mm-hmm. I want to work with her okay you know what there's enough to go around for everybody and I'm not the coach for everybody. And so if I'm not the coach for you, come on to Kathy. Or if Kathy's not the coach for you, then let's get in touch with my friend Beverly. Or if she's not the coach for you, then let's go to my friend Pam. Or let, I mean, the whole point is that the one myth that many of my clients come to me with, which is back to your original question, is you have to do it all by yourself. Mm. That is so false. No one does it by themselves. No one does. Just think about Apple or IBM, or even back to Queen Oprah. She's not just doing this stuff by herself, you know, or the people that own banks. It's like, or at a beauty shop. It's not just one lady in there. People have spoken into your life the way your uncle spoke into you. And then someone else speaks into your life. And then you get an idea. And then someone supports your idea. No, You got to collaborate with people. That community, that that's the one thing that, the myth in the American mindset is that, you know, the individual, no one does stuff by themselves, period. Yes. So let's come to an understanding that we are a part of a community and that when I'm great by myself, but when we work together, we're fantastic and fabulous. And we've, we've, increased exponentially yeah. i mean think about that dinner with dreamers all those ideas that we came out with yeah. could i've had them by myself sure maybe three or four years later but in one night this mega mind mail you know yeah like a mastermind group like from thinking go rich mm-hmm. or there was like a mastermind collaboration that the mm-hmm. myth that i have to do it all by myself i must you know and for us especially when i seeing that myth of the strong black woman that that's Mm, destroy that that is not true yes we need each other and we are better with each other villa i could talk to you (laughs) for hours but i think that last statement just kind of really sums it all up so where what do you have going on where are you at how can people find you on social media well you can find me my website is www.villaspeaks.com and I'm on Instagram at villa underscore speaks. Um, those are the best ways to find me. And um, yeah, that's it. You know, I'm just getting my light out there. And if there's any way that I can help you ever be of assistance, let me know. You know, I'm not trying to like someone in my other business, like, oh, you know, by now a person tried to tell me the charge. I'm not trying to charge. I'm trying to help you then let's see if there's a way my service can help you. If not, I still want to send my, spread my light. Exactly. Love that attitude. Thank you so much. I am sure that the listeners, whoever listens to this, they will have a rock solid blueprint on being able to say no and really able and really just being able to hone in and being sensitive to do I need to do all of this? Or maybe there's some things I just need to say no to. Very true. Very true. 
Hello everyone, and I cannot let you go without reminding you to join my free Facebook group. Yes, I did say it, and there aren't too many things in this world that are left that are free, but if you are on Facebook, hop on over to my free Facebook group called the Clarity Seekers Collective. There you will be greeted with a collective of women that are positive, productive, and we are all on a relentless mission to achieve our dreams. And in addition to that, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. Uh, over there on Instagram, my handle is Kathy Pearson 46 But I have reached 10,000 followers and... To celebrate me reaching 10,000 followers, I must give back to my community in only the way that I know how, and that is with 10% off of some of my best-selling coaching programs to include the Fear Fallacy 5-Week Challenge. If fear is a factor for you after you engage in this coaching program, fear will be a non-factor as well as my Letting Go to Move Forward five-week program, and as of most recent, my I Am Inspired Action Mentorship. For those of you that are ready to take action unlike you ever have before, this is the program for you. And in addition to that, it gets better, yes. Yes, people, it gets better. Yes, it does. It gets better. In addition to the 10% off of my most beloved coaching programs, for the whole month of November, I am offering free, yes, I think I've lost my mind, but yeah, free 60-minute strategy sessions with yours truly, prior psychologist and coach. And this strategy session is designed to ignite your passion, your purpose, where we can have an hour to just strategize on the one behavior that is impeding your progress, that is stopping you from being the best version of yourself. And Trust me, everything that is discussed during this hour is kept 100% confidential. I have done more than a few of these 60-minute strategy sessions, and by the end, the impact has been profound and epic. These women have had some major breakthroughs. I have laughed with these women, talked with these women, cried with even a few, and it has just been phenomenal what we can accomplish in one hour. So... Please, I will attach my calendar to the podcast notes and hop on over to my calendar and schedule a 60-minute strategy session. At the end of the day, it's not costing you anything and what can it hurt? And hey, why not just hop on and have a conversation with yours truly? I would love to speak with you. And at the end of the day, I must end this podcast the way I end all of my talks and that is with this, lean into your dreams If I can create my dream life, trust me, guys, if I can create my dream life, so can you. Take action on your dreams, not a month from now, not a year from now, not even two weeks from now. Take action on your dreams now. Thank you.